Hello and welcome. My name is Kyle Nielsen, and this is How You Level Up, a podcast where I ask questions to help you become your best self. Today we ask, what is awe? When do we experience awe? And what does experiencing awe do to us? Awe is an emotion, A-W-E. And to talk about awe, I think it's important to talk about surprise first. Surprise is when we encounter sudden and unexpected things, whether that is a sound, a movement, an event, or a scene. Surprise is a brief emotion, the briefest of the universal emotions, and its function is to focus our attention. It helps us to focus on determining what is happening and whether or not there is danger. You can feel surprise in the moment or two before you figure out what you feel next, before you switch to another emotion or no emotion. So surprise itself can feel good or bad depending upon what follows. Surprise is not the same as being startled. If you're startled, your expression is actually the opposite of surprise. With being startled, your eyes close tightly, your brow lowers, and your lips are stretched tensely. For surprise, your eyes open wide, eyebrows rise, and your jaw drops open. And this is how awe is experienced in the face. The feeling of awe is like holding that surprise for a longer period of time. You feel awe when you see something spectacular. You feel it when you are amazed. You feel it when you are experiencing wonder. Your eyes will stay open and wide when you're feeling awe, as if you cannot absorb enough of what you're seeing. Your mouth might continue to stay open long after surprise passes because you're at a loss of words. Like many emotions, awe has unique qualities. I recently read a book by Datcher Keltner titled Awe, and I could feel my eyes and mouth opening while reading the research Keltner has been conducting. Because his book Awe is so fantastic, I'm only going to cover the first chapter of the book, where Keltner provides distinctions for the eight wonders of awe. To start, the emotion of awe while experiencing wonder or amazement does have the unique quality of being tied to vastness to the grand moments of life. Vastness, in the sense, can be a few things. It can be physical, like a mountain or a symphony. It can be temporal, where you are being transported through time by ascent. It can be somatic, like when you're finally understanding a concept you've been working on. And vastness can be unsettling if it clashes with your worldview. The Eight Wonders the flavoring themes, as Keltner likes to call them, of how people experience awe start with the most commonly held experience, which is awe in moral beauty. Moral beauty is found in courageous acts, the compassion and kindness of friends or strangers, the strength of a small group fighting back against a nation, and in overcoming what might be considered adversity. The second flavor of awe is collective effervescence. This awe is felt when there is a collective self you identify yourself with, 
If you ever had the experience of unity at a concert where everyone is dancing in rhythm, or the unity of a team in a game that may have aggregated their bodies and minds to accomplish something more than what each individual team member could do themselves, this is collective effervescence. The third flavor of awe is nature. Why are there so many documentaries on storms and natural disasters? We cannot help but watch them and feel awe in the face of nature's vast power. Even looking up a sky riddled with stars, or looking out across an ocean's waves, maybe the edge of a rocky cliff, maybe sensing that plants and animals are conscious, living, desiring beings, this is also awe. The fourth flavor of awe is music. When was the last time you listened to a song and were transported to another time and place? How often do you experience chills when listening and relaxing to a new album from your favorite artists? The fifth flavor of awe is visual design. You can include the pyramids in Egypt or Central America or Southeast Asia or the paintings from your favorite museum when considering visual design. When was the last time you experienced vastness when looking at a building, a new car, or a sculpture? The sixth flavor of awe is spiritual and religious. Many religions around the world describe nirvana, satori, or bliss as the ideal, whereas stories of awe in spiritual and religious senses come from acceptance, from love, and from a blending of the sacred and the terrestrial. The seventh flavor of awe are stories of life and death. We are dumbstruck when we hear a live account of a near-death experience. We are baffled at the closeness of the void. We are moved when our friend has a child or when we have a child. For there's something right behind the veil of reality that strikes us deeply. And the last and eighth flavor of awe that Keltner identified is epiphanies. Your sudden grasp of an essential truth is stunning. When you can find a through line for a belief, your values, and facts of life, your epiphany enlightens you onto a new mode of understanding. You acquire wisdom in real time, and that holds a vastness all its own. The eight flavors of awe are constantly around us, and the more we experience awe, the less ego we have, the more our self-criticism declines, and even anxiety reduces. Knowing even this little bit about awe, you'll have more opportunities to create awe in your life. Where awe wasn't found was in your social media platform. The materialistic items you're told are must-haves or the jewelry you gush over. In Keltner's words, awe occurs in a realm separate from the mundane world of materialism, money, acquisition, and status signaling, a realm beyond the profane that many call the sacred. Awe is, in moral beauty, collective effervescence, nature, music, visual design, spirituality, religion, life and death, and epiphanies. Awe is everywhere once you know where to look. 
So when was the last time that you experienced awe? When was the last time you were struck with the vastness of reality? Thank you for listening to another episode. If you're enjoying the show, open up the app you're listening to this on and hit the like or subscribe button and give a five-star rating. At least twice a week, you'll find a new episode asking you a new question so you can strengthen your emotional independence, improve your communication skills, and upgrade your personal philosophy. So if there's a question you'd like me to dive into next, send it to any of these social media accounts connected in the show notes here. This is all about how you level up.